Welcome back to another edition of the Power Podcast this week. I'm joined by Bertie. Hi, how's it going? And your host, Hamish. Unfortunately, not quite sure where Forty and Ham have got to, so we'll just run this one solo. Um, Bertie, last weekend, rep round, so not much Eels footy, but there was a whole heap of Eels players um, playing in some of the internationals, so we'll just quickly run through those. Lebanon beating Malta 30-14. New Zealand Kiwis beating uh, Mate Ma'a Tonga, um, and I thought in the New Zealand game, uh, for New Zealand rather, um, all of our players were pretty much standouts, um, especially Dill Brown. He was fantastic in that game. Yeah, no, it's a, it was kind of a homecoming. In a, it was a big moment for um, Dylan Brown, particularly. I think it was his debut, I believe. And also yep, coming debut back. Debut at six. Yeah, and, and going back to New Zealand. I think the last time he probably been there, I don't think he played. I don't think we played a Warriors game, or he's played a Warriors game there. Maybe it might have been when, before he came to Parramatta, so. Big homecoming for him. Um, but yeah, that you look at that pass to uh, Molotalo. Like, okay, Molotalo had to do a lot to finish it, but it was exactly it was a better pass than what Teddy did on the state of origin to Daniel Tupo. Like, that's what we want to see. Um, and, and as much as, you know, this is Moses' team and he's a dominant ball handler, man, uh, Dylan Brown, he's he's such a wonder. And, um, you know, he had a bit of backlash last year, but he's in career best form. And, you know, it's it's good to see him uh, get more praise besides being a Parramatta fan. I know being a Parramatta fan, there's a lot of hate on certain players, especially our spine, but it's good to see some love for him from um, other opposition fans. But, um, yeah, it was a good uh, performance. Murata was okay. I didn't notice him as much. It's just because I was just looking for Brown the whole time, essentially. Yeah, and um, Murata obviously uh, coming off with that cramp, um, but fortunately it doesn't seem to be anything worse than um, just a little bit of cramp. Um, but it, it looked a bit shaky at the time. Oh, mate. He, um, and, like, you know, Parramatta fans know Murata. It's like he's in one week, he's out the next of injury. And, it, look, it didn't look good. Like, he was literally as if he'd done a hammy. And it, it, I had seen... No, I had flashbacks of Bo Champion when he went down, you know, against House like, uh, about four or five years ago. I thought he has gone. Yeah, he got shot. Yeah. Yeah, and there's just... To have a cramp, like, it must have been a really bad cramp. Like, probably not Sivo's cramp where that thing was about to pop out of his leg. But, man, there was a... For him to recover, it's pretty good. Um... Yeah, other than that, um, who else played um that game for that? Oh, Will Pinasini, he was he was um decent, I believe he played. Yeah, he was decent. Um, other yeah, Pinasini for Tonga, he had a couple of drop balls, unfortunately, but yeah. Um, what was I say? He's he's such a one thing. Like we when we look at him or when we think about him, we think of like a like a Jenko, right? A flat, a flashy player, you know, good footwork. But man, he's a tough runner. Like he's like he very hard to stop and um runs straight and hard and yeah, he's. he's He's getting plenty of post contact meters, but um, yeah, it's good to see him another debutant. I think you know, very young, uh, very young team. Yeah, it was, a, it was a good performance. It's just weird seeing um the Tongan crowd outnumber the New Zealand fans. You know, it's a bit weird. It's like um us when we go to Brisbane, you see a lot of Parramatta fans. All right, and just looking to some other games, uh, Samoa, uh, Toa Samoa against the Cook Islands. Uh, obviously, well outclassed um, Cook Islands there for Samoa, and then PNG and Fiji. And Fiji obviously having a couple of eels there. Yeah, well, um, look, I was expecting Sivo to have a, a big game. I, I, I just, I don't know. You look at Ravalava on the other side, and Ravalava runs just harder and quicker. You know, Sivo's, you know, he, it just seems like Sivo's just, you know, in neutral or you know, not neutral, like second gear. And he just doesn't want to show that speed or burst off the speed. But like, it's just you look at Ravalava, who's you know similar size, and he just runs. It just looks quicker. But other than that, um. Yeah, it's a bit surprised. I thought Fiji would win this, you know. I thought Fiji, like out of these two nations, Fiji would have would be the better team because they've got the more recognised players. You know, you look at that you know, Fiji inside. Kikau's in there, Sivo, as I said, Ravalava. Um, a lot more NRL players. Wonga Blake, you know. Um, okay, okay, they had um, Tane Mill playing lock, which is a bit weird, but 
you know, you look at the PNG, like the only one I can the only one I can think of that has NRL experience will be Alex Johnson, Mead, and Olam. You know, like I, the rest of the team, I don't know who they are. Like, and not disrespectful, it's just you don't see them playing first grade. They're you know they're New South Wales Cup teams. But yeah, I, I thought it was the halves for Fiji that really really let them down, unfortunately. So maybe it was maybe it was like a bit of Paramount and Bulldogs where they didn't have um much respect for PNG. They just assume you know like um. They would like steamroll them essentially, but um, one thing we know, like, you, you, like if you ever been to Papua New Guinea, I've never been there, but like from what I've heard, it, rugby league is the national sport there. They go crazy every time the kangaroos do the tour over there. You know, they they're literally like viewed as gods essentially, and they just love rugby league. So maybe they love rugby league more than Fijians, like how they play. But um, there's a couple of players in there. I saw someone on Twitter saying we should sign. I think he's the PNG um halfback. No, the five eight Kyle Labbert because he defensively he was good, but um. I don't know much about him, but it's it's just amazing when you see these um these internationals. Like everyone on Twitter has a uh, saying, "Oh, this guy should be in first grade. This guy should be in first grade." Like I remember a few years back, it was that forward um something Page. I can't remember what his name is. His name was Page. He actually signed with the Canberra Raiders for a bit, but um he was like a back row. He was like a tank, you know. And yeah, it's a, it's a, it's kind of like it reminds me of um the um what does it call it like when someone has a big game or like in the nfl on twitter they're like oh he's the next big thing so yeah it's good to see it you know breakout game yeah yeah breakout game essentially yeah all right so we do have an upcoming round of football which we'll see uh us kicking off 4 p.m on saturday 2nd july against the bears for the wentworth hill magpies um in the harvey norman new south wales women's premiership and again trying to get off the uh the duck egg there in the the wins column um yeah, they've got some good players in the uh, the Bears team. Uh, the standout there being Nita Maynard in the um, dummy half role. And then jumping into the flag, it's an early start out at Kellyville Park, 10.30am for the Eels. So a couple of players that did feature, um, well, at least one player that did feature in the rep round, uh, Jabriel Kalachi, who played for Lebanon. Uh, we'll be running out 5-8. Um, unfortunately, Forty and Ham not here to talk us through these two uh, team lists, but just looking at it, it looks one of the stronger lineups we've had this year with uh, Dave Hollis playing prop. You've got uh, Matthew Komalafi on the wing and Samuel, Samuel Loizu at centre as well. Um, Jeez, so he's playing... to get a win Jeez, he's, pay, he's playing jersey flag now. I thought he would be um, stuck in um, reserve grade. He's all right coming off the bench for us. Damn, so he is a very strong team. I think they might have pushed him back. Um, the reason being is because uh, of all the injuries earlier in the year, he was being pushed up. But now that um, injuries have seemed to have stabilised, um, when we've got some players back, they obviously see better for his development to play a bit more flag before he jumps into reserve grade, which is fair enough given they haven't played those two grades for the last two years. So um, got a couple of things to work on to come back through. Um, and just looking at that grade, Rabbitohs in fifth, Eels in seventh. So... They'll want to get a win here over um, the Bunnies. Also noticed um, number uh, 19, uh, Larry Mugatatai. I'll probably butcher that name. But he, yeah, he yep. played for the um, the New South Wales uh, under 19. He was, he was pretty decent. He's a big lad. Like He's not tall, but he's a very um, Junior Polo-esque mould player. But um, yeah, pretty big. He did all right for New South Wales. You know, um, that was a good game also during the week. But um, yeah, good to see him nine, named the nine, in the starting lineup. Or not lineup, sorry, in the, on the bench. Yeah, sorry, I misspoke there for the latter. It's Eels in 10th playing, Rabbitohs in 12th um, last. So they really should get a win um, in the flag. I was reading off the um, the reserve grade uh, team list. Um, so reserve grade, well, Rabbitohs against the Eels, also out at um, 
they call it eight core stadium now, the old ANZ or um, Stadium Australia. Um, so having a look at that team list, Jordan Rankin starting in his first uh, captain coach game, I think, this weekend. Um, but just looking through the rest of the uh, lineup, that's a pretty strong lineup we've got there, but also for South, they've uh, got a fair few um, players with first grade experience. Best among them would be probably Josh Mansour. They've also got Michael Cheekham playing, Liam Knight. Um, all all have had um, first grade experience, but again, another grade would be hoping to um, to be really having a crack at this weekend. Um, and as I said, Eels in fifth. Uh, sorry, Eels in seventh, Rabbitohs in fifth. I mean, if anything, you look at the Roosters team when we versed them uh, before the international bye. They were pretty much a nobody, so they end up getting the win over us. So. I don't know. There's some, there's some teams in the Sunrise Cup where you don't see many first graders, and you just think like you look at look at Queensland Cup in the past years, like the Northern the Northern uh, whatever they're called, the team from Northern Queensland the Cowboys. They hardly a uh, North North Queensland team, sorry. They hardly have any first graders, but they're like stacked with like quality players. So I don't know. You shouldn't take it lightly. You look at our team. You know, a lot of our uh, first graders or you know potential first graders in our team, and you just think. We should get the win easily, but I don't know, man. Anything can happen. It's reserve group after all. You know, some players might wake up and just don't feel like playing. <laughs> um, all right, well, let's jump into the main event, which will see the first grade team running out at 7.35pm on Saturday. Um, so headlining the um, Super Saturday and at fullback, Clint Gutherson. Or, oh, sorry, I'll start with... Um, uh, with Souths, which will see the return of Latrell Mitchell at fullback on the wings, Johnston and Jackson Paulo in the centres, Tane Milne, Campbell Graham in the halves, Cody Walker and Lachlan Ilias. The forward rotation is Totola and Mark Nichols starting with Damien Cook. Second row is Akulamatangi, Arrow and Captain and Lock is Cam Murray. Then the interchanges, Cody Nicarima, Thomas Burgess, Saliva Havili and Harme Sele. The extended bench, Blake Taff, Isaiah Tass, Liam Knight, Ben Lovett, David Moali. Then for the Eels, you see at fullback and captain, Clint Gutherson on the wings, Sivo and Bailey Simonson. In the centres, Will Penasini and Wonga Blake. The halves is Dill Brown, Mitch Moses, the forward props, uh, Regan Campbell-Gillard and Junior Paulo, Reid Marnie at hooker, Sean Lane, Isaiah Papali in the second row with Ryan Madison at lock. Then the bench is Makahesi Makatoa, Murata Niakore, Oregon Kafusi, and Rockin Kai Rodwell. The extended bench is Tom Opicic, Jake Arthur, Nathan Brown, Bryce Cartwright, and Hayes Perham. So just looking at that Souths lineup, obviously the return of Luttrell um, after an extended injury layoff, but that's probably their healthiest squad that they've had all, all year. Yeah, um, looking at their squad, um, I can't think of who, who the other winger could have been. You know, like, is Jackson Paulo better than Mansell? I know Mansell's rubbish, but I have, to be honest, I haven't watched many uh, Souths games this year, so I don't know like what's a full-strength team for them. Like, I thought Taff would be in their best uh, 17, but he's, you know, he's 18th, man. I think man. Taff's, Taff's really played, yeah, yeah, he's played a lot of fullback, so I guess with Latrell back. Latrell, that's obviously his position. But, yeah, just having a look at that, that's, uh, that probably looks like the best team best squad they've named all year, um, to be quite honest. Mm, like, uh, you know, it's a very strong um, bench for them. Like, uh, I don't know, man. I, I don't want to disrespect South because they've got the water over us the last past couple of years, but, you know, Latron Mitchell, he could be anything. You know, he's coming back first up, you know, after a few weeks after having COVID and his hammy problems. Like, I just feel as though they get us every time off those scrum plays and it's just going to be like... Uh, they probably score easy tries, just outnumbers, and you know, because we like to bunch up in defense. So I could just see them scoring a lot of outside tries or you know, overlap tribes and tries. Sorry, but um, 
it'd be interesting to see how the pack because you know Jai Arrow. I thought he was good, good this year, but um, I was told that he's been trashed for them. Matangi um, is always is a big man. Like their pack is always uh, big, robust, and quick play the balls. That's what they aim for. A lot of quick play the balls, and that ties into Damien Cook. You know, I'm sure he'll bounce back after being on the bench for game two in the Origin. So yeah, um, it'd be interesting. You know, I, I saw somewhere um, on Twitter that Matter might be out. He's got a damaged rib um, in the late stages of the uh, Roosters game. Yeah, so, that's right. So if he let's just say if he does if he does not play, who goes to lock and who comes in on the bench? Well, given what Arthur's been doing previously, I think he'd probably pop Isaiah Papali'i at lock, then put Murata Neokore starting second row, and then throw in somebody from the extended bench, whether that's Nathan Brown or or Bryce Cartwright. Who knows? I mean, we'll find out probably when New South Wales Cup, Cup kick off. Like, let's just say if Nathan Brown pulls out or, like, if someone pulls out, like, you know, before the game, we'll see if, um, if Matter will play. But, um, yeah, I don't know. It's just he hasn't played much since um, being dumped from game one. Like, he, he's played that Roosters game. But if he misses this game, it's about, you know, two, three weeks since his next game. And it's going to be like, we need him to play. He's been uh, he's been one of our best players this year, especially off the bench. And, yeah, he, he helps us with our second phase football. Him and Junior, they just work perfectly together. So... Yeah, it'll be interesting. Yeah, so I don't know. I think we're going to be in for a tougher time than what it's been made out to be. That seems to be the strongest South lineup as that we've seen. And, and as you're pointing out, um, Birdie, um, South's, those scrum plays, those uh, if they get their left edge humming, um, it's proved a uh, pretty difficult for us in the past. So um, it's really something that we'll need to get on track, on top of, to get to get the win on the weekend. Yeah, um, also, um, hopefully we can see a bit more from Kai Rodwell. Like, you know, he's been killing it in the Safaris Cup defensively and with the ball in hand. So, you know, he um, didn't have a good good game. You think he had, like, a drop ball with his second touch, maybe. A good run, first run. First touch was a good run. Second touch was a drop, drop ball. So, hopefully we see a bit more of him, you know. Um, just ease the workload on um, Junior Paulo. You know, he, you know, he's been playing a lot of minutes this year. So, yeah. All right, well, let's go for it. First try score or eventual score? All right, I want to go first try scorer. I'm going to go Sean Lane, a bit out of left field. I think, you know, um, he set up um, Dylan Brown against the Roosters. I feel as though, you know, he might dummy it <laughs> to stretch out, you know, if he's long limbs. And, you know, I, I, I have a feeling Lane will step up. I feel as though him against, um, he might be running up against um, Johnson, or even if he's up against um, Ilias. It's a bit big mismatch, so I can see, um, you know, him getting a lot of ball this week. Uh, full-time scorer, I'm going to go... Parramatta 18, uh, Souths 10. It's going to be a close game. I just feel as though for the first 60 minutes, um, Souths will be in it. And look, obviously, Souths will go as how um, Latrell will go. So when Latrell's bugging and on his feet, you know, I feel as though uh, we'll take over. But um, it'll be a close game, you know. Look, uh, we've, we've been all right this year, second half defensive, you know, besides the Dogs game and a few other games. Like against Canberra and the Roosters, you know, we've held some teams to like, you know, less than a try or less than, you know, no points. So, yeah, as long as we can stem the bleeding at half time, because I'm sure there'll be like some tactics, I feel as though we'll win the game easily. All right. And for me, I will put down Sivo uh, for first try scorer and eventual score 28 26 to the Eels in a close one. I think it'll be pretty high scoring, both teams like to score tries and they can put up points pretty easily. Um, again, just that yeah, our defence needs to be a lot better than what it has been this season to stave off South's attack. And you just don't want them, um, especially with uh, getting Latrell back, um, to get on a roll with the football and to keep 
holding on to it because their Achilles heel this year has just been dropping ball on play one, play two, and then just digging themselves a hole, um, trying to bring the ball out of their end. Yeah, I think they lead the league in errors. So like, they're going to give us plenty of ball. But like, you know, you look at Souths, right? They're they're not they're not that high on the ladder. I'm going to have a quick look to see where they are at the moment. Um, they're seventh at the moment. So like, when you look at them, they're not offensively. They're a top three, top four team. Like, I feel they've got plenty of firepower, even with Adam Reynolds leaving. So with a team that has firepower. Um, you're always going to be scared of them or be wary of them because they can put the points on easily. You know, it's just that defense where they're, they're lacking in. Um, so, like, once they you know, if, if they turn up for defense, but defensively, it's going to be a very, very tough task for us, you know. So, yeah, it'll be, um, they're like the reverse Cowboys, essentially. They just score a lot of points, but they just let in a lot. So, yeah. Yeah, you're not wrong. So, just looking at that, so they've had seven wins this season, two out of nine. So, um, they haven't had a bye yet. Oh, no, they have had the buy yet now. Okay, so they're sitting four points back. Yeah, so it's really a game we should be winning leading into the back end of the season. It's something we should have circled for a win. Um, hopefully the boys can get up after a rep round off because last time we had that extended buy, we came out very, very flat, and we don't want a repeat of that. I mean, last time that happened, I think the world the world was, you know, ending, and a lot of Parramatta fans were, like, you know, fed up with the club. You know, I was one of them, to be honest. I thought that was rock bottom, but um, I don't know. Surely they can't put up the same shit. Like you can't tell me you having time off, right, from a very physical, you know, combative sport is a negative. Like that should be a positive. You should be loving it. And they just come up with a shit performance. Like I don't know. It's just it's very weird, man. Very, very weird. Alright, with that Bertie, we might wrap it up there. Um, there's not too much in the newsroom other than some stuff that's just floating about. Um, but no nothing with your substance. Um, so we'll wrap it up there and we'll catch you on the next part podcast. Cheers. Yeah, nice. Have a good one. Thank you.